Welcome back to another Edge Got In podcast. Thank you for pushing the pause button to Edge Got In, to your mind, your will, and those crazy emotions. Our mission at Edge Got In is to champion your human potential in Christ. It is the voice of our Emotional Intelligence in Christ project. If you haven't explored that, we welcome you to join our community at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. Emotional Intelligence in Christ is the activation of the Holy Spirit within you, within me, to help us do two things, to discern and manage our personal emotions and behaviors in a way that honors God by loving others well as Jesus did. We have a six-week study guide to uh, give you the opportunity to become the boss of your emotions. We also have a course. Please use the EIC 2023 to get 50% off the course at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. Let's jump in. Today is a powerful topic. One that my prayer for myself and for you is that we use what we learn in today's podcast on a daily basis in spiritual warfare. The topic for today is to how it is entitled How to Pray for Deliverance in the Midst of Spiritual Warfare. How to Pray for Deliverance in the Midst of Spiritual Warfare. My coaching question for you today, before we jump in, is this. When in the last week or two did you feel an oppression that was fueled by a very strong negative emotion? And perhaps you had no idea where it came from, but yet it was very intense As followers of Christ, we can experience oppressions. They're the little demons that are around the world. There is good and there is evil, my friends, in this world. And it's getting very dark out there. All the more we are called to stand firm and not allow ourselves to be burdened by the yoke of slavery, which comes when we give attention to those evil spirits that try to distract us, kill, steal, and destroy, as Jesus says, kill our sense of purpose, destroy our peace, and steal our identity. The devil is constantly after those three things, kill, steal, and destroy. But as Jesus says in John 10.10, I have come, I have come, that you may have life and have it abundantly. So in today's podcast, it's our objective and intention that you will walk away with a specific prayer that you can keep replaying until you know it, until you've memorized it. And it's a very powerful prayer for deliverance. And we will end today's podcast with that specific prayer. And it is a, uh, a prayer that comes from the work of Francis McNutt. He has a book on deliverance, very powerful. It's a prayer that I've been praying for years and have passed along to many, many different people. So today, we're going to focus on that prayer at the end to deliver for you to experience deliverance. So think about before we begin something that has been oppressing you, some strong emotion, some strong memory. Um, that continually goes from dormant to live and steals your peace and your joy in the Lord. 
keep that in mind as we're going through the scriptures as well as the process of a deliverance from specific evil spirits. Now, there are many types of deliverances, my friends. I had the opportunity to be a part of one in person, and it was a deliverance of an evil spirit a long time ago, about 20 years ago. And I was in the room, and there was three of us, actually. I was holding space to pray while the priest was um, exercising the evil spirit out of this specific person. And it was a an, an very powerful experience. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I can say that the evil spirits grovel at his feet, just as we saw in the scriptures when he came across the man possessed by many spirits and cast the, the spirits into the pigs. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there is always victory. And I've seen it firsthand, even in the midst of a deliverance which is why I'm very passionate about sharing with you some information on today's podcast. Holy Spirit, I pray that whatever I speak today may be inspired by you um, for the edification and the deliverance of everyone that's listening in today. Our emotions are portals or expressions of portals of strongholds many times that have continued to rob us of your inner peace and your calm and the life you died to give us. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill us with your grace and deliver us from those things that are killing, stealing, and destroying our purpose, our identity, and our peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So let's start with the scripture, because as we witnessed I've talked about this in other podcasts, Luke 4, if you haven't had a chance to explore that, highly recommend it. Luke 4 verses 1 through 11 gives us the example. Jesus is the emotional intelligent one. He is emotional intelligence, which is our whole project, emotional intelligence in Christ. Without him, we don't have victory in all of these dark places and areas that we could experience strongholds. Follow Jesus' lead, my friends. In Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, you will see the devil coming at Jesus many times. Jesus uses one thing again and again for victory, which the devil left him waiting for another opportune time. And it was the Holy Scriptures. So let's begin with the Holy Scriptures that give us insight into the fact that, as Ephesians 6.12 says, our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. In spite of that, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 to 9, Peter calls us, knowing this, that Paul declared in Ephesians 6, 12, our struggles not against flesh and blood, it's against the rulers and authorities of this dark world, waging war against our souls. In 1 Peter, he invites us, invites us to do this one thing, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and sober of mind. Your enemy, the devil, does prowl around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in your faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. 
you are not alone, my friend. Whatever you are going through today, you are not alone. And Jesus sees you right where you're at, loves you enough not to leave you there. Lean in. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 through 5. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. What is your stronghold today? Fear? Worry? We're going to explore a specific area of a stronghold. As I mentioned, there's many different areas. Today, we're just focusing on one, and that's freeing a person from the spirits of trauma. So keep these verses in mind. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 5. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. James 4, 7. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins, Colossians 1, 13 through 14. I'm going to share briefly with you a story that happened to me when I first accepted Christ. And I've shared the story before that I grew up in a haunted house back in Long Island. I'm not going to get too much into those stories. However, I will say this, when I accepted Christ at 17, I had um, many spiritual attacks that happened to me where I actually saw demons on top of my body trying to strangle me after I accepted the Lord, gave my life to him, repented from my sins, and dedicated myself to serving the Lord for the rest of my life. Don't be surprised at the painful sufferings of temptations and difficulties that come your way. The closer you draw to Jesus, the more you're a threat to the dark side. Good news is, in Christ, there is always victory. There is nothing to fear. And I will say this, with every attack that I had and every face of a demon I saw, when I would say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, by the blood of Christ, I bind, rebuke you, and cast you out, it was over. They would literally disintegrate before my eyes. So the power of Jesus' name is alive and active, my friends. Today, we're just going to take a quick look at this specifically focusing on freeing a person, and perhaps that person is you today, from the spirits of trauma. What is trauma? It's a deeply distressing or disturbing experience that you've had. It creates a pain body that goes from dormant to live. Someone can give you a similar look. You could be in the same place, a different place, and, and smell a smell or see see a, a vision in terms of something in your environment that reminds you of when the actual trauma took place. They call that PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. And it's as if it's going from dormant to live. This is the most common category. Yet many people don't pay attention to this. Names like grief, rejection, fear, spirits of fear can invade emotion of excessive fear and exasperate it. And I'm pulling, this is pulling from, from McNutt's work, um, Francis McNutt's work in the area of deliverance. It's very powerful. So be aware of the spirit of fear. It can invade your emotions and cause excessive peer, fear where you're paralyzed. It can block your free will. Such spirits move in when person, when people suffer from emotional trauma and they're unprotected spiritually. 
This results in irrational behavior and temptation to commit desperate acts. Deliverance is relatively easy because no, there's no sin involved here. It's simply you, you, were, um, you experienced a distressing and disturbing experience and inner healing is needed. How you do this is you ask for discernment. What is the spirit? That's the first step is what is the spirit that I'm still oppressed by Holy Spirit? You always move into quickly forgiveness. It's the number one step that McNutt offers and has used successfully again and again with hundreds and hundreds of successful release and deliverance of evil spirits that he's worked with people on. Forgiveness is one of the first steps. You forgive any personal sins you have. Dear God, forgive us from any sin that we're aware of, that we've committed, committed in the past. Bring it to our mind so that we can confess it because your blood consumes it. As far as the East is from the West, you forgive us. And so we confess our sins to you. We also confess any resentment and lack of forgiveness that we have toward anybody else. So that's part of you discern what the main emotion is that you're experiencing the name of the spirit that is oppressing you, the of concern, and then you command it to go quietly and without harming anyone to Jesus. Then you ask for the Holy Spirit to fill up that area that has been vacated by the evil spirit. The key, the key thing here when you're going through a deliverance is to call out the specific name. When I say that name of the spirit that is oppressing you, whether it's fear, resentment, or anger. And also be aware of something called blocking spirits. When you get close to gaining and stepping into and away from any kind of into freedom and away from bondage, just know that there's some slippery little serpents of mockery, lying, confusion, sleeplessness, game playing. Those little spirits will try to distract you from doing an actual deliverance prayer. So be aware of it. Like, God, ah, this isn't going to work. That's a spirit of mockery. Lying, lying is also another thing. The, you are the abuse. You are the trauma. That's a lie. Confusion happens too. Like, well, I can't really remember. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. You bring it before the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and discernment around whatever it is that is keeping you in bondage. And so you get that discernment. You ask for forgiveness. So I'm laying out the simple steps here. Ask for discernment. Confess all sins, personal sins, and, the, and also asking forgiveness for those you have hurt and people that have hurt you and, and renounce any occult activity that perhaps you got involved with throughout your lifetime. And then you step into the command in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command this fear, this resentment, this anger to go. Then you ask that it go quietly without hurting anyone to Jesus. And finally, you pray, fill me up, Lord, the places that have been vacated with your grace. 
it would sound something like this. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you not to interfere with this prayer. I bind you off from influencing my will, from my imagination, my emotions, from my memories, from my body. I cut you off by the sword of the Spirit from stirring up, and then you state whatever it is that's being stirred up, whether it's grief that is that is confining you and and blocking you from the joy of the Lord, whether it's fear, resentment, anger, you state it. I command you to be quiet and leave. And this will allow you to experience the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Remember in the Old Testament that Saul was tormented by evil spirits in 1 Samuel 16, a specific evil spirit, also in 1 Kings 22. And in the New Testament, there are seven specific accounts of Jesus casting evil spirits out of individuals. So let's remember that and keep that in mind as we are working through the deliverance of a specific spirit that continually is bumping around inside of you and holding you back, killing, stealing, and destroying, rather than offering you the life that Jesus died to give you. I'm going to end with a prayer today, and this is one that you can continue to rewind and replay. And it's from Francis McNutt. It's the short deliverance prayer. I felt an evil presence last night, actually. My husband and I have been doing some different work for God. And as as you, you will know, the closer you draw to Jesus, you become a target. So all the more pray deliverance prayers for protection for yourself and your family as you're doing God's work. And there's nothing to fear here. Perfect love casts out all fear. It's already one. It's just declaring it asking for forgiveness for yourself, for others, and anybody that's hurt you. And then it's declaring and and commanding in the name of Jesus Christ, just as he modeled and the disciples modeled for us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there was the spirit of um, the man that was holding him back, that he was crippled by the temple and um, people, and he couldn't walk. And um, Peter and John commanded in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this is what we give you. So this is very alive and this is very real, my friends. And as things are getting darker, all the more, let us train up in spiritual warfare for deliverance. Let's end in this prayer. This is a short deliverance prayer. I'm praying the long one tonight with my husband. In the name of Jesus Christ, we lift to the Lord ourselves our families, our homes, our neighborhood, our workplaces, our church, our city, our state, our nation, and the world, and each person and area for which we are praying, by the power of Jesus Christ and his shed blood and the holy word of God. We bind Satan, the spirits, powers, and forces of darkness, the netherworld, and the satanic forces of nature. We bind any demonic assignments sent against any of the people and areas we just lifted up to the Lord and against ourselves. We bind all interaction, interplay, or communication and games between spirits as it may affect any of the people and areas in our spirits, souls, minds, and bodies, and command in the name of Jesus Christ that all these satanic and demonic forces go to the feet of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for sending the Holy Spirit of God and the holy angels to come and cleanse every place where Satan has had a foothold in the lives and situations of any of these people 
and areas, and to fill each cleansed area with the life and love of our Lord Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and break any curses, hexes, spells, demonic activity, voodoo practices, coven fasting prayers, occult, Masonic, and Satanic rituals, and all occult, Masonic, and Satanic blood covenants, and occult, Masonic and Satanic blood sacrifices, evil wishes, and any witchcraft that have been sent against us or passed down through the generational bloodlines to us or to any of the people or areas for whom we are praying. We decommission any spirits sent against us and send them directly to Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we renounce and ask forgiveness for any negative inner vows made by us or by any of the people for whom we are praying. We ask that Jesus Christ release us from these negative inner vows. And I'm going to pause here for a moment. A negative inner vow can be, well, I'm never loving again since I was hurt so bad. That's something that keeps you in bondage. And from any bondage that these negative inner vows have caused us to experience within our spiritual and physical beings, we take the sword of the Spirit and cut ourselves free from all generational sins, weaknesses, character defects, cellular and genetic disorders, and personality quirks or disorders back through 1,000 generations. In the name of Jesus Christ, we cut all bonds of all relationships that are not of the Lord, and we put his cross between us and all our relationships. We are cut free, and we are free indeed. We are now free to become the children of God the Lord intended us to be, filled to overflowing with the power of the Holy Spirit of God and the life and love of Jesus Christ. We claim the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, over all that we have lifted up to you for our protection in the name of Jesus Christ. Zechariah 3.1 the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who chose Jerusalem rebuke you in all the lives and situations we just lifted up to the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. So this is from Dr. Francis McNutt, Deliverance from Evil Spirits. I've read the book several times and have looked into the process of deliverance. Again, the one that I'm suggesting today to take a look at has been laid out earlier in today's podcast that begins with the the discernment of what is the spirit that has been oppressing you and then moving to forgiveness, forgiving your personal sins and those who have hurt you and renounce any occult activity. Then moving to the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, I command and you name the spirit. You command it to go in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, quietly and without hurting anyone, to Jesus, and invite the Holy Spirit to fill up what has been vacated with the power of the Holy Spirit within you for victory. I'm making this podcast intentionally shorter than some of the others so that you can easily and naturally listen to it several times. Invite the Holy Spirit in to show you those areas, those strongholds that Satan has gained ground within you that the Lord desires to free you from, to free you from the strongholds. One of our foundational verses at, 
edge God in is Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom, my friends. The Christ has set us free. Stand firm and don't allow yourself to be burdened by the yoke of slavery. Jesus has died to set us free. Glory be to God. Outshine the darkness. It's getting pretty dark out there, my friends. All the more, we need to be a city set on a hill and to make God recognizable through how we love and treat the people around us. I look forward to our next podcast together. And as I mentioned, rewind, replay, and allow the Holy Spirit to take this podcast and the words within it and scriptures where he desires it to go, to draw you closer to his beautiful heart and purpose for your life. God adores you. God bless you.